0: What's going on? This is Michael Barayev with Spitting Fire and today is Monday and as you guys know every single Monday we come at you and spit fire fire, and spit the truth and nothing but the truth. Come on, man. So today we're going to talk about struggles. (laughs) I love struggles, man. Struggles make you stronger. Struggles make you better. And the reason why I'm smiling, and I'll tell you why, it's very, very simple. Because I think back to all of my struggles when I was, you know, when I was born as a kid, and my adolescent days, and my teenage days, and stuff like that. And I was just thinking about all that stuff, and I was like, I was telling Tony, I was like, I can't even remember some of the struggles that I had. It's so deeply embedded into my brain that I look back and now I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. Like I went through that, really? I just, I just don't remember. I don't remember the the past pains and and, and painful process because I've gotten to a point where I learned to control my emotions to such a level that nothing can faze me. Like, I may get angry, but pain, long-term pain, where it destroys you internally, doesn't happen anymore. And you gotta be, it's a skill. And and I don't know where that skill comes from. I don't know how I've been able to develop that skill. It it wasn't until a couple years ago that I was able to do that because, you know, I went through a lot of struggles. We're going to talk about that today about my struggles. We're going to talk today about Eric's struggles. And he may have more struggles than me. He may have less. It doesn't really matter. You have struggles. Uh, You know, you may have situations that you've been through that you may not be proud of, but you may be, you may, maybe you're proud of going through them and becoming a victor through them and, and not being a victim. And it's very, very, very important to not put yourself down and beat yourself up. So, I'm going to start with some of the struggles. But before we start with struggles, I'm going to ask you some of the struggles. You are gonna ask me about my struggles so it's a back and forth. But do you remember some of your struggles when you were younger? Like, did you have any struggles? Like, did you have any problems as a kid? I mean, I'm talking about from the ages of maybe the second you were born till, as your memory can, you know, capture that till maybe like 10 years old. Do you remember anything
1: crazy? Um... Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I had as many, like, you know, personal family struggles as maybe some people did. I grew up in a pretty nice neighborhood and a pretty nice house. I mean, when I was eight years old, my parents had a pretty nasty breakup. Um, for how whatever. old were you? I was eight. So you were eight years old. Yeah. Now, So you
0: were the same age as my two, two brothers when my parents got divorced.
1: Yeah. Now... To so be honest with you, it didn't really have that big of a psychological impact—at least not one that I was consciously aware of. Maybe it, you know, affected me at a deeper level that I didn't know. But you know, for what it felt like, it didn't really affect me too much. It affected my sister a lot more. I mean, my father was still there for me um, through it, so I guess that helped. It's not like he just disappeared. But yeah. um, I didn't have any too many like real major, you know struggles growing up I would say you know if I had to be honest it was it was pretty good I mean as like everybody you're gonna have your struggles you know you, you have your, your problems and stuff and but what so
0: were, what were some of those problems because you know can I be honest you I learned from I learned this from a very very close mentor of mine he said people relate with your struggles more than you relate with your 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 you know your successes that's a powerful statement that he's made, you know? And it was, it was true because every time you hear, you know, a, a speech or a motivational talk or an inspirational talk from any successful individual and they're telling you the things that they went through, right? And, and, and what I learned from mentors, is like, he's like, you want people to say me too. And, and, and that right there is like, I was like, wow. Like me too. Think about that. So I want people to see and hear uh, the struggles that you went through. Even if they were small, because a lot of people can relate with that. And I wanted to say, me too. Because it's very important. It's very important because I want to inspire young people that are watching this and listening to this because they, they are going through some struggles and they may be relating with what you've gone through. Even though you don't think it's as important as you may think, it is. Yeah. So, well, I think, I mean, well,
1: well, number one, like I said, I mean, my parents getting divorced, I mean, it wasn't, you know, wasn't like a super clean one. It was a little messy, you know, but um, I think that was one. But um, I think this is one that most people can relate to. It's not a huge struggle, but for me, it was, I just felt like not many people understood me. Wow. Um, I was very different, you know, I, I, I wasn't just one type of person. I had many different kind of different. I don't wanna say personalities, but many different aspects of who I was. And so You figuring really kind of, yourself out. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't even necessarily say that. Just as a kid I felt like I was very diversified in who I was. And so I can be one person one day in a very different type of thought process and person another. Not in a fickle kind of like multiple personality ways. I just felt like I had a lot of different aspects of me. And so not like the movie split, right? Not like the, it's funny <laughs> because one of my friends said that was me in that movie. But um I mean you but, gotta shave your head a little bit. <laughs> Um, so I think just trying to get people to really understand, I kind of got to a point where I was just like, nobody's really going to fully understand me. So I just have to understand myself and be okay with that. Um, but I just think that aspect of trying to have like explain myself to people, um, was, you know, a little bit of a struggle for me because I would do a lot of different, (laughs) you know, crazy things. Um, nobody, teachers didn't understand me, you know, friends, parents didn't understand me.
0: So you will be labeled as the weird kid?
1: Kind of, I was always really lovable, I was always really friendly, I always had a really upbeat, optimistic personality. Um, nothing really bothered me too much, to be honest, but I did, you know, a lot of different types of things and I think people had trouble trying to figure out who I was and people still do to a certain extent. And I've learned to be okay with that and I'm comfortable with who I am, You know, you know, all of me. And so I think that that was something and then, um, you know, listen, I think one thing that, you know, the interesting thing about mental health these days is you don't have to have a lot of actual physical or, you know, environmental stressors to be uh, to have, you know, mental um, stress, you know, a lot of people that are depressed, everything in their life would be seemingly good, you know, a couple years ago, I was kind of depressed you know, for a certain part of time and everything was going great. Yeah, we're going to so talk out. about that. That's yeah, I, 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 I couldn't figure it out because everything was going good but yet I was in the worst mental shape of my life. We're going to so talk about like, that.
0: That's what we're, about, I, we're gonna talk about. We're going to talk, talk about three different stages from, you know, from being born to about 10 yeah. years old then your teenage years and obviously, you know, the, ad- my, my,
1: my younger years were pretty healthy to be honest. Like, there wasn't too many major struggles if I had to be honest but, you know, it's hard to think back exa- exactly. I didn't really plan too much out to say about that but, I would say that those two things, mainly. So, it
0: was just, you know, your your your, your, you know, your family's divorce took a toll on the way you were acting as a kid. Did you have a lot of friends when you were younger or was it a little bit different?
1: I mean, honestly, I did. I always had a lot of friends. I always had, best you know, friends? I, best friends. Best friends. I mean, I always, <laughs> had, I always had a lot of friends. I always had a lot of fun. I always, you know, enjoyed myself. I was always happy. So, I, if I had to be completely honest, I mean, I hate to, you know, say this, you know, on an impact and a... In a, on a Podcast about struggles, but I didn't really have too much. That's why. That's
0: why. Because, can I be honest with you, I had a different experience than you? Yeah. My experience was way different. You can ask me questions if you like about my experience, but my experience is completely different. I mean, from zero to 10 years old, I wasn't the happiest kid. As a matter of fact, I remember crying every single day from almost eight years old to about 11, 12 years old. I remember that like it was yesterday. And I don't know where it was coming from, but I know that, you know, as a young, as a young, you know, as a young kid, my parents divorced. but well, they got divorced when I was 13 years old, 14 years old. So it's not like they divorced when I was eight, like my brothers did, because they didn't really see as much. I was the one that was actually involved in all the fights. So imagine a husband and a wife fighting, but instead of the husband and the wife fighting, it's the husband, the wife, and the kid who's got to take the mom's side and the dad's side. Okay? Now, just before I get into all these details, by no means am I looking for sympathy or empathy. I don't need that. I don't like that. that <laughs> Kissing shit, I don't like that stuff, (laughs) right? I don't need that. I don't need to, I don't want anyone to feel bad for me because trust me, I am in the most amazing place in my entire life. I'm at the peak of the peak of the peak. I feel awesome. I don't even remember half the shit unless I have to dig deep and take it out of my brain because it's not something that I'm actually, you know, uh, 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 I don't think about all the time pretty much, right? So... So domestic violence, (laughs) (laughs) domestic violence is a little bit crazy, right? I'm talking about when the police know your name by a number of the building you live in. That's when it gets a little bit crazy. Okay, they used to call me 8911 because I used to live in 8911 in Queens. So they used to call me when they used to see me in the street. Oh, you're 8911, and I was like, shit. How do they know who I am? So it kind of took a toll when you know the police are showing up to your house every other night because the neighbors are calling the police. You got all kinds of drama. I'm talking about we literally had every single neighbor in our floor move out within the, pa- within the those 10 years of us living there. I mean, every single tenant moved out. want, I you? I I you know what's crazy? I, I took blame for a very long time. My mom and my dad didn't want to blame me. They said, it's not your fault. But I took the blame. I take the blame because I remember being a little conniving little sucker. Where if I wanted something, I would go to my mom. I'll go to my dad. Now I'm not gonna take full blame for my parents, you know, problems, but they were not the, they were not best friends. <laughs> I don't I, till this day. God bless you and God bless me. Till this day, I have struggles with figuring out how to treat a woman and how to do nice things for women and be in a positive relationship. Because to me, I never had that example. I never had that mom and dad where everything was loving and loving. To me, it was violence beyond violence. It was domestic. It was a lot of crazy shit. And when you grow up from you know, from a small age of one, two, three, and all the way up to 13, 14 years old, and all you know is your mom and dad fighting, your family fighting, police. I mean, it's crazy. You don't realize, you don't realize that marriage is a good thing. I always, I thought marriage was war. I didn't want to get married for a very long time. I'm still not married. And I think that's a big toll it takes on me right now that I'm kind of afraid of getting married. And I'm actually open to say that I'm scared to live the life that my mom and dad lived. So that was a big thing for me. And, and, and because of all that drama, I started getting depressed as a kid. And around 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, during middle school, I was going through a phase. I want to say depression, but I was really sad. And I was I was, I was in this deep, dark, I remember I, at sixth grade, I was laying down on my desk, looking outside, outside the window. It was the middle of spring. And I remember I felt like dark, gloomy clouds. And I started to go to psychologists and all this kind of stuff. And I was just crying and crying and crying. I couldn't control myself. And I was getting picked on because I used to get not special privileges, but I would have to go to the counselor room and the principal would kind of talk to me different times. So the kids thought I was kind of special, so to say, because I was getting all this time with the, with the, with the, with the principals and the guidance counselors. There's not a picking on me. And because there's not a picking on me, if you put a like I, I love lions. Like you see lions in my office, I love lions. because Lions don't fuck with you.
1: You love lions, but not liar.
0: No, I hate liars, but I love lions. And the reason why I love lions, is because if you look at a lion, they're the most peaceful animals on planet. If you poke a stick at them, they're gonna bite your head off. That's the kind of animal they are. And that's why you leave me alone, I'm a happy dude. You start poking me with a stick, I get violent, right? So uh, being picked on, a middle school. Be careful, right? Being picked on, rah, I'm just kidding. So being, <laughs> so being picked on, in, in middle school, uh, was, uh, uh, it was only 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade that I was being picked on a lot. And to me, it was one of the biggest struggles. That was one of the most toughest things for me because I remember kids used to pick on me and fuck with me. And the next thing you would see is tables flying and chairs flying. Sometimes you would see a human fly. It was just wild, okay? It was just a crazy, crazy moment, okay? So, um, I, I, and you can imagine by doing all those crazy things, what ends up happening. You get kicked out of school. So, I literally got kicked out of nine schools. Like, yeah, nine total schools from the age of five years old all the way till 18 years old. I got kicked out of almost nine schools. Okay. I got kicked out of eight, actually. The ninth one didn't kick me out. They felt bad for me. They let me graduate. It was Forest so Hills High School. Thank you so much. Right? <laughs> but they were about to. They were like this close. My dean record was like this big. But that was pretty much my my my, my, my young younger ages, you know? So, so let me ask you, because I'll go back to you a little bit. So... What changed around 10, 11, 12? <laughs> what changed from 10, 11, 12 years old till about 18, 19? Like, how was your life in that, in that that time
1: frame? I mean, I hate to say it, but it just got better. No, um, no I was. Wow. That's
0: it, that's it. Everyone has a, hey, listen, that's what I'm trying to say. Everyone uh, has I lived a pretty
1: good childhood. I mean, I think my struggles were mainly in my 20s, but oh, okay. uh, my, my teens were great. I mean, I, I got to the point where I, I just. Were you partying a lot? You had a lot of fun? I partied, you know, but not like a party, animal party, but I partied. I partied. I mean, I always had a pretty good amount of friends. I never really got picked. The only reason I got picked on is because I was so bored with just everyday life that I would always instigate. I was the guy poking people. You were, the p- people were p- 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 poking. Poking, poking, p- but not not in a bully way, like, you know, no, like, no. pick on me kind of way. Like, come on, I'm bored. Pick on me for a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha. Did you have good good grades? Did you have good grades? Or? I was a C student. I was a 2.0 student. Good. I got, I didn't, actually, I was not a C student. I never got Cs. I got As and Fs. <laughs> so, so if you know, like the subject, it was an A. If you hated it, it was an. It A. was never really A. It was like Bs and Ds, basically Bs, B's and Ds. Because I didn't like to fail, but I was never I was never focused. On I pretty much went everything. I was, but <laughs> enough, but I know honestly it was Bs and and, and Ds. Because I didn't really want to fail, so I did enough to not fail, but I never really did enough to get to get A. Well, I
0: wasn't so. I'll be honest. I don't know. Not, I know you're not asking me. I'm just kind of squeezing myself
1: in. But
0: my life was completely different. I mean, it got worse and worse. And worse and worse for me. And I, it's, I don't want to like victimize myself, but I'm just getting a little synapses of what's going on when I was actually um, 12, 13, 14. So my parents got divorced at 14 years old, okay? I remember that day like it was yesterday. Uh, my father did something stupid and made my mom triggered. She's like, that said, I'm done, which I heard many times. But it was this, this time it was really done. Like it was done, done. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's always done, done, done. Then two days later, it's like back to the same cycle. This time it was really done. I was like, wow. My mom is getting tough, right? Now, by the way, I love my mom and I love my dad. I'm not against them. I just believe that their their relationship really was not the healthiest one. They're awesome individuals. As a matter of fact, my mom is in a 10 year, 11 year relationship right now, and my dad uh, got remarried, so he's having lived, he's happily ever, met, ever met, you know happily married. It's just that they were they were just creating a lot of tension with each other. They were too young and immature. They didn't love each other. They did just they just picked on each other. I guess I don't know what it was, but they was not communicating properly. So. I mean, at 14 years old, there's a lot of things going on. I'm getting kicked out of high school, uh, middle of uh, high school at the time. I literally spent three months in a school, and I'm getting kicked out. Like, it was just problem after problem after problem. Expelled, suspended, kicked out, moving from schools. And then all of a sudden, this whole time as a kid, I forgot to say that ACS was involved in my family's history. When I say ACS, that's a, 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 you know, I don't know what the stands for, but it's Child Protective Services. They were involved in the family's bullshit. So you got to imagine, they're coming to my house, checking my head, making sure I got no bruises, taking my, you know, just coming up the fridge, checking if we got beds. Now, my mom always took care of us with food and and stuff like that. I mean, you got to understand, like, the the way we grew up, I kind of went back and forth a little bit. My mom and my dad, we grew up in a one-bedroom apartment with my two brothers, So that's five people, with a collective income of $12,000. Now, in today's money, that's almost $18,000 a year worth of income. But if you can imagine in 1990s, late 90s, mid 90s, making $12,000 a year trying to support a family of five, it wasn't the easiest. So to me, my, my, just like for you, your parents may been making good money, your father had a business. I didn't grow up in that nice way. For me, it was struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle. And I didn't understand at that time that the struggles are going to make you or they're going to break you. And at that time, I was kind of like, God, 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 please, 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 what's going on? And what I didn't realize was God was preparing me for the future. Because nowadays, when I get a little strong, I'm like, oh, okay, it's not a big deal. Because I went through all the craziest stuff in the early ages of my life. You're going to go through struggles, guys. It's either going to be the beginning days of your life or later on in your life. I might as well just get, I, I just got to all of them out of the way early I on. I mean, you're going to nah. have fun
1: a lot of struggles to go
0: further. I went through well, you problems. went through some struggles in your 20s and 30s. I mean, yeah. it's going to happen. It's part of the process. You're not going to just skip life without struggles. The only way it's going to happen is if you're dead. There's no struggles when you're dead. There's no struggles, okay? Unless the worms are eating your body. But you got to understand, so my, 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 my life was a little bit crazy. ACS is involved, 14, 15 years old. I'm getting arrested. I'm going through a lot of bullshit. And then I get taken away with the foster care, which changed my whole life. 16 years old, being in group home, being in a foster care system, where I'm the only young, skinny, 110 pound, four foot 11, white Jewish kid, where everyone else around me is Hispanic, uh, 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 black, Uh, there was uh, maybe a few Asians but it was just me as the only white Jewish kid and me getting picked on they're peeing in my shampoo bottle beating me up it was just a lot of tension in those two years of me being in that process from 15 and a half to about 17 and a half and it was i am telling you right now it was one of the most traumatic things i've ever went through in my life it was so painful that at times i contemplated on killing myself now i didn't tell it to anybody but i just didn't want to live i didn't want to be part of that process and the reason why I say that, because I know that some of you guys may have gone through something crazy in your life. You may be going through it right now, and I want to tell you that it's okay. Life is going to be good, <laughs> and, and it, it could be. You can, you can, you can laugh. I can laugh. I know it's, it, the reason why you can laugh, and the reason why I say you can laugh is because I'm okay with that. I'm laughing too. It's funny for me. Like that was, that was, that was the past, baby. The past doesn't have to hold you and 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 destroy you. You can laugh about it. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could. <laughs> it's, it, you could. <laughs> laugh, baby, it's fine. The struggles, the struggle, listen. The struggle, I get serious, well, i smack you, just kidding. The struggles are not supposed to make you cry. The struggles are supposed to make you stronger and make you be happy and so say, you know what? I went through this. Because you're gonna go through a struggle. Like right now if I punch you in the neck right now, it'd be a nice beautiful struggle right now. You, you're gonna cry, but 10 minutes later you'll be laughing about it, you have ice on your cheek. And <laughs> No, you probably wouldn't. And I probably would Right? My point is, you should though. You should learn from that. Next time, don't laugh. Right? Just kidding. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is very simple. I went through that traumatic situation and then I got another traumatic situation. I was involved in that and I got hit in the face with a brass knuckle. My nose was like this way, like Pinocchio all the way to the left. And it was a fucked up situation. Okay? The kid got arrested. And there was a lawsuit all this bullshit. Uh, but it, it, it changed my life. I made a decision. I, I'm not going to go through this again. I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to be a victim. Life is not going to destroy me. I'm going to beat this thing. So I finished high school, and at 19 years old, 18 years old, my mom was like, Listen, you're not behaving. Get your ass out of here. You're 19. At 19, I was lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? He likes when I say that. So I was lost in the sauce. And what ended up happening is that I pretty much just got kicked out of my mom's house. My mom said, Get the fuck out of here. You're not paying attention. You're not doing your work. You're not contributing. You're not following the rules here. You're coming in whenever you want, leave. You're an adult, get the hell out of here. So I ended up uh, 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 sleeping in my car. Now, this wasn't the first time I was sleeping in my car because the first time I was when I was 15, 16 years old and ran away from home, I'm literally sleeping on park benches with, you know, duffel bags. I mean, it's a crazy turn. From zero to 19, like I always say, it wasn't the most happiest moment. If you say, Michael, pick some happy moments, I don't really remember any happy moments. It's sad to say that I kind of suppressed all my emotions from zero to 19. My life started at 19. Right now, I'm 27 years young, but I don't feel like I'm 27. I feel like I'm 10 years old, eight years old. Because my life really started in 2000, you know, 2010 when I was 19. So uh, I met a coach who took care of me and, and and taught me a lot of the, you know, a lot of the roads. But let's go back to you a little bit. Uh, your 20s, so what were some of the struggles? So I know you told me there was a lot of struggles. What were some of those struggles that you were going through?
1: I wouldn't say there was a lot of struggles. It was really just one main thing. And I think it was like um, some forms of depression a little bit. Like I was always super happy, super, you know, energetic. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, but um, <laughs> um, but I just started going through some things. I mean, I, I probably like in my mid-20s when I was in graduate school is when it started to happen. I couldn't really explain it. I didn't really know what was going on because there was no... From what I saw, there was no real environmental triggers. It wasn't as if some major life event happened or something yeah. crazy happened. I mean there was things going on, you know, people, you know, passing away and family and stuff like that, but nothing that I felt was a direct cause of that. Correlations yeah. um and well there were correlations, but no correlation. Correlations, right? Yeah. So anyway, so um I, I just started going through some like depression type symptoms, you know, like tire, fatigue, uh, Sadness, emptiness, a lack of uh, desire, lack of motivation, lack of. So life was going like this for you a little bit. Yeah, it was just, it was just, you know, things were going pretty decent in my life. I, mean, I was, I was, in graduate school. I was doing well. I was, you know, planning to do some big things there. But I just started going through some psychological things, and it's hard to explain because, like I said, like you don't have to necessarily have a perfect explanation to feel the things that you're feeling. Yeah. You know, I was being honest with myself. I'm like, are right, are these real feelings? Yeah. Or are these just in my head? now it's hard to know sometimes because you know what's real what's not real i mean if you feel it then i guess it's real real, right like i mean what else is real then right so um i started going through that um when i when i started doing direct sales at around 27 things started to get a little bit better and by the time i was 28 it kind of it kind of went away and then you know I guess like depression does, it, it kind of lingers there, and it can come back, and it comes back, back to haunt you, and it comes back in different phases. And it was still there, but I was able to not just suppress it, because I don't really think Control. that's solution, I think I was able to kind of remove it, um, but for whatever reason, it did come back a little bit, you know, um, you know, about a year and a half ago. But I'm all better now. Um, but you know, that was probably my main struggle. I mean. I don't let you be depressed, uh, man. I, I'm not going to let
0: you be depressed. That's no, no, no. It's not, no,
1: no it's, it's not like that, bro. It's not, There's no you can let me or not yeah, let me. I mean, it's just, it's just you know, part of your biology. But I think that was my main thing is just dealing with that and... Um, so
0: pretty much you had a pretty decent, you know, average, happy kind of life. But you had your moments of struggles with different things. Yeah,
1: I mean, you got to also remember too. I mean, I didn't have nearly as many traumatic experiences as you. But one thing that I've always been able to do for whatever reason is I always... Looked at things, um, I guess like what would bother most people didn't really bother me as much. Now, I'm sure if I was in your position, that would be a much different experience. But, you know, I I I still went through things. It's just, I didn't really.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't look, I'll be honest with you. I don't look for sympathy. I don't look, I swear to God, I don't need that empathy because I am freaking amazing. Now, listen, there's other struggles that I went through in my early 20s uh, up until recently. Like, you know, starting a business. I failed my first five years of business. I was eating a bunch of L's. From 19 to 24, I had a bunch of L's. I wasn't really making money. I'm like business, the highest. Yeah, there's business struggles. Business.
1: You know? I mean, business struggles. I've had a lot of business. Yeah, struggles yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Business struggles. Yeah,
0: but I'm talking about life struggles. I mean, to be honest, the life struggles. I mean, they 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 really they change your paradigm. They really change your paradigm. But I am a greater individual today because of what I went through. I am glad I went through it. I, 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 if you told me to relive it again, I probably would say no. But I definitely learned a lot from it. So
1: let me, let me quickly tell you when I was at my lowest point because I think that might be relevant. It was I was 27 years old, I had left graduate school, I made the decision to leave. I had just, my, my uh, grandfather's brother, it's like one of those stories, left me a whole ton of money, like over $100,000 in, in money. So I had money in the bank. I was, you know, I, I knew I always had that money in the bank. However, from the time I was 20 to 27, I had spent every single dollar. I was living back home with my mom, I was working for my father, I had no girlfriend. I was, I was depressed, I was angry, I was treating my mom badly and that's like, you know, my mom's my biggest fan. I was like, I knew logically that what I was saying and feeling and doing was wrong, but emotionally I couldn't stop it. Could've so I would, I, would, I, would, I would react to her and I knew afterwards, I was like, damn, what the fuck am I doing? But I couldn't stop it, right? So I was I was really fucking depressed and, and I was not in a good place. Um, but then I found direct sales, I'm not blaming it on direct sales, but you know, <laughs> My my mentors and, their, and the environment and, and the growth is what literally forced my brain to just say, you know what, Eric, stop being a little bitch in certain ways, you know, and start doing things. Start, when you see growth and you start to develop it. It, it and I see the light. That's yeah. what I like to see. You know, my future. Yeah. I started to see my future, and that's what that's what started to turn things around.
0: That's me. amazing. That's amazing. I mean, listen, guys, we're gonna end this podcast right now, but I want to tell you guys one thing. You gotta go through the struggles. You gotta go embrace the struggles. You're gonna go through some tough moments. There's gonna be moments where you're gonna question why you're in this world. You're you're gonna question your existence. You're gonna question your purpose. You're gonna question your reason why you're in this world. And you gotta make a decision to go through the bullshit, go through the storm, and embrace every single challenge that's coming up front of you because God is there to bless you once you overcome those challenges. God is there on the other side waiting to catch you. You just got to go through it. You just got to go jump. And in my office, I have a thing that says, take the risk. And I wish you guys can see that because it's very important. Just, just take the risk. Just take the freaking leap of, of, of faith, and God's going to catch you. You're going to be okay you are awesome. Life is awesome. Things are gonna get better. Just go through the struggles because everyone's gotta go through them. Even Mr. Eric had to go through some of them. Not as much as some of us. Not as maybe, some, maybe some of you guys, but it's okay. You gotta go through your battles and your struggles. So I love you guys and I wish you nothing but the best. And as you guys know, every single that we spit fire and we spit the truth. And if you're not following me on Instagram, you crazy, you lost your mind because I go through the daily struggles every single day and show you guys how exciting it is and how being an entrepreneur is about eating shit 99% of the time and 1% of the time is the caviar like my boy Ali Zimani says. And follow me on YouTube as well. We're pushing a lot of content. So we love you guys. Have a go.